0: And uh, say hello to Sean and to Sam. Welcome to the programme. Good morning. 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 Boridar to you. And uh, it's all about giving up smoking today. Now, both of these uh, these people work for Help Me Quit. Sean works as a community advisor and mm-hmm. Sam works as a hospital advisor. So they both work for the Help Me Quit organisation, which is part of Cumtah Morgano uh, Health Board. And uh, Sam has nominated... Uh, sean to start off today <laughs> so tell me about the s- situation now i mean are we are we having less people smoking generally is that improving i know there are a lot who still do
1: um absolutely you know the the national uh rate of um uh, people smoking has, has come down gradually over the years The problem we have obviously is the well diversity between maybe deprived areas compared to more affluent areas you know um has helped me quit to a looking into deprived areas more in order to try and bridge that gap in a way and um, get support to the people who most need it.
0: It is an addiction, I think, is the thing that people seem to forget.
1: Absolutely. When they're being,
0: when they're being judgmental. I mean, I've, I've never smoked, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I, a friend of mine at school, an older friend, did me an enormous favour when I was about 10. He was 15. And uh, he said, I'll oh, have, a, have a drag on this, right? And I didn't stop <laughs> coughing for about a week because I, I yeah. you know did entirely <laughs> the wrong kind of inhale, apparently. But it put me off for life. And that was a long, long time ago now. So he did me an enormous favour. But my late wife smoked uh, and wouldn't stop. Uh, I will smoke if I want to, and please don't preach me. You know what I mean? But but it is an addiction. That's the point. Out in the community, what sort of work... Sean, do you, do you do in a, in a practical sense? What's your day like?
1: Yeah, well, obviously it's changed quite a bit since since COVID, and obviously we we are getting back to normal, thankfully, over the last year. Um, as a community advisor, I set up like group sessions, one to one sessions around communities, as well as providing like a telephone service, which is what we predominantly do at the moment. Where people can call, help me quit, uh, 0800 085 2219, and they can book in to come and see me in their local community or over the phone if they wish. Um, and then we'll have a chat about their smoking habits, um, you know, have they tried to quit before, what the, uh, we can provide them with a course of free treatment as well, um, which can cost up to £200 if you were buying it off the shelves so they can have that uh, uh, free of charge as part of our service um, and we give them the advice and support and we sort of help guide them along their, their quit um, in, a, in simple terms, yeah. Is there a sort of standard length of time it takes people once they've decided to
0: do it? I mean, the, I would imagine the first few weeks are really tricky. Well,
1: well, the best way to give up smoking is to quit abruptly. Now, that may sound scary for a lot of people. You know, A lot of people would be tempted to try and cut down gradually over a long period of time. However, what we find is that prolongs the agony of withdrawal eventually. So what we, um, when we sit down with people for the first time, um, we have a chat and get them to commit themselves, if they are ready, to set a quit date. And from that de- uh, quit date onwards, they commit themselves to, uh, well, not smoking again, basically. Not even a puff of a cigarette. Um, obviously, they'd be using uh, a combination of... Um, products they've chosen to use with us so things like nicotine patches lozenges mouth sprays which definitely help the withdrawal phase so if you can go through about three four weeks not smoking you tend to be over the worst of the um of the cravings by that stage
0: i was going to say this there are cravings aren't there and Mm. i'd imagine uh, people who smoke say it helps de-stress them and life is full of stress i mean more so now probably than you know before Uh, you know because we've we've been through the covid thing and that was stressful enough but now the cost of living thing is people can't heat their homes and all of that so i mean but the irony of this is you're giving free advice and free help with the kit a 200 quid kit or whatever Mm. and if people manage to give up They've just gained a quarter of their income, probably back again, Absolutely. or something like that something
1: ludicrous because they cost a fortune, don't they? Now, mm. yeah, it's about 10 11 pounds, yeah, isn't 11 it? Pounds, for a pack of I 20, think, yeah. you know. So, if you're smoking 20 a day, oh, that's 70 80, 80 pounds a week, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And when, I'm not going to ask you about it
0: because <laughs> we had a chat off the air about it, but of course, there's a you know, a black market going on with dodgy fags uh, as well. Mm. And I would imagine in, in an area like the valleys where the deprivation index is sort of off the scale in places, that there'll be a lot of that around, which no one can really control. I mean, I, the, the, you know, the um, trading standards people do their best. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a, there is a supply you can't tap and yeah. you can't do anything about out there, which probably doesn't help. But once you've got people past this sort of milestone then and, and the cravings start to reduce, does that really kind of authorized what they've done so they feel better about it so you're past the worst is 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 that the case sam can i bring you in here
2: yeah yeah um yeah when you get that um normally like at the four weeks that's when people generally start to feel that they've made that massive health improvement lifestyle changes and they start to see the money building up in the bank that's that's, what keeps them motivated and keeps them going so yeah that's a real good time is like the four weeks I would say is what keeps them motivated Mm -hmm. to, to carry on and continue and then we support them then right the way through to the end with their 12 weeks worth of products so when they come to the end they've gradually reduced down so it's not a case of trying to go cold turkey and you know just come into a stop we'll support them all the way down and help them to manage the cravings which will get less and less as the weeks go on
0: so is this stuff like nicotine patches is it yeah
2: they're nicotine based yeah and as they um, start dependent on what their nicotine addiction rate is and we'll start them on different strength patches and then gradually reduce down over the weeks
0: Right. Okay. So, so in fact, they are being let down gently in a way, yeah. Because the yeah. body, the cravings will be sorted out to some degree by by the nicotine patches, yeah. yeah. Without all the negatives of the smoke,
2: yeah. And we enforce work. the not a one puff rule because, like Sean was saying earlier, if you continue to smoke while using them, a you're at risk of having too much nicotine, but then you're also keeping that habit form going as well of the hand to mouth and you know the the smoke effect, which is where a lot of people actually crave for it's like seeing and tasting that nicotine so uh yeah by doing it the way we do it and the not one puff for all this this success rate is much higher when
0: my late wife started smoking it wasn't sort of when she was a kid at all she was about 25 and she was an executive and you know socially very acceptable to do and that's how she yes. started smoking yeah actually but today it's quite frowned upon socially isn't it, it it's uh you know if you want to do that you got to go outside kind of thing I, I, has that helped
1: it helps a lot of people doesn't it yeah. um obviously no everyone's situation is the same and you're more likely to smoke obviously if your circle of friends family also smoke you know and um but but yeah the legislation with smoke free we now have smoke free hospital grounds um obviously we've got the smoke free pubs and bars for, for many years now that i think that was the one legislation that made the most effect i think not not being able to smoke in pubs yeah and a lot of people did sort of have a think about their behavior after that
2: yeah and i think with lockdown as well when people gradually started to go back out Mm. they'd been at an adequate attempt didn't they so like it's more normal to now be a non-smoker and you don't have to go outside as you've gone back into pubs and clubs Mm. so i would say that kind of benefited
1: Yeah, I think we had a um, a good surge in numbers, didn't we, We with COVID? A lot of people obviously aware, you know, everyone thought was was thinking about their health. Yeah. Um, You know, giving up smoking protects you from, well, helps protect you from all viruses out there, not just COVID, obviously. But uh, yeah, yeah, people just thought, were thinking a bit more about their health at the time.
0: And that was a respiratory disease, yeah. uh, Of course, Um, so uh, you know, people obviously with um, who've been heavy smokers are at greater risk, aren't they, from respiratory diseases? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. So right, all right. Well, what's the if somebody's listening to this now and they're thinking, yes, I can't afford anything because I'm buying fags, I've got to stop. What should they do first?
1: Well they should call us help me quit that's 0800 or nine uh, they can also um text h m q so help me quit h m q two eight zero eight one eight and then somebody will call them back from someone from our contact team will call them back uh collect the details book them in and then one of one of uh, me sam or one of our colleagues will will give them a ring and uh, help them get the ball rolling with with giving up smoking. And it's all free as well. Well, I was yeah. going to say, the good news is it's all free and it's helping yeah. you save a fortune, in yeah. fact. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. And you were touching with, you know, the black market, people tempted to maybe go s- smoke um, illegitimate um, mm-hmm. cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, we're free, you know. So if you're ever, like, tempted to do that, just give us a call. You've got nothing to lose and yeah. everything to gain, potentially. Yeah. And people who give up smoking say that within that magic month, you,
0: you, you've said, I mean, I've spoken to several people who've done that, and said they feel so much better mm. in the sense of having energy to play with the kids and stuff that they just didn't feel they had before, yeah. probably because of the amount of you know, congestion in their lungs. But it does seem to sort of start clearing really surprisingly quickly
2: yeah well it's surprising and what a lot of people don't know is that within 72 hours of being completely smoke-free all the nicotine carbon monoxide is out of your system and all your blood is starting to circulate properly the oxygenated blood so within 72 hours you'll see a massive difference of being smoke-free and just using your nicotine products to to help you along the way
0: yeah so there's a good chance you'll actually
1: feel better as well yeah. uh, as feeling better when you look at your bank balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's building momentum. If you can do a f- the first few days of not smoking, you'll very quickly realize you're feeling better, yeah. you're richer, and it's just about building momentum then. Yeah, and yeah. yeah if yeah. you do that first month of not smoking, you're well on your way then. Yeah.
0: With sort of things like nicotine patches, is there a downside to those? Because obviously they still contain nicotine. Nic- nicotine itself.
1: Isn't that yeah. harmful? You know, it's just all the, uh, the rubbish, the tar, the chemicals, the smoking, cigarettes that does the damage. And you know, the, the patches and everything else we provide, they're clinically proven to help people give up smoking. So, like we were discussing, with we bring people down the strength of the patches, so we gradually bring them down, you know, down the nicotine levels. So it's not like they're crashing, no, yeah. a little bit at a time, a lot of nicotine to nothing. We're just bringing them gently down. Yeah. But there was a, when I was a kid, there was a,
0: um, a comedian called Bob Newhart, who uh, used to do uh, sort of mo- monologues. One of his monologues was uh, an imaginary phone call between, I think it's was Sir Walter Raleigh and somebody uh, in London, tried to explain smoking, and it, it sounded completely ludicrous. You, yeah. you mean you <laughs> set fire to something and breathe in the smoke? And He goes, yeah. <laughs> and and it was absurd I mean this was I think in the 1950s or 60s this record came out but when you actually zoom out if somebody arrived from the planet Zit now and said what is the smoke and you had to explain it yeah, there is no logical explanation no. for it that no. it is uh, medically no. at all um, acceptable isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: and it's a discussion I have regularly with my clients as well it's like they say they use it to calm them down But what you're actually doing when you're smoking is you're breathing in and breathing out, which is a relaxation technique. So it's not actually the nicotine that's calming them. It's the technique that they're using when you smoke. So when you start to think about it, you're just relaxing through your breathing because you're controlling your breathing through inhaling and exhaling.
0: Finally, Sam, when when you're doing, you know, your work, counselling work, if you like, within hospitals. Yeah. How does that work out? Do you spot the people who are whizzing out to the, you know, well, off the premises (laughs) in their their dressing gowns? It's a bit obvious, aren't they? They they
2: do get identified by that, but normally um, we've got a good rapport with the staff on the wards. So they'll identify people that have come in as smokers and then they're given the opportunity then to, would they like to speak to an advisor? So I'll go to the bedside then and just give them a general rundown of what the service is. And then we follow them up with calls then in community. But we can start them on the nicotine products while they're in again all free of charge and with the sites being smoke free it's a great opportunity if they're going to be in for a couple of days and some people can't physically leave the ward you know they're not well enough so it's a great way to start their quit for them by starting on the wards and then continuing the service then back out in community so it's a good way for us to pick them up And we also work alongside um, respiratory consultants and we go to the lung uh, clinics and things like that. And we offer the service there. Um, And it's sometimes just about capturing people where they may have thought about it before, but not given it that much thought. But with us being at the clinics, we can give them information and leaflets. And then that sometimes is enough for them to actually think, yeah, this is something that I do want to do. So we do tend to be capturing more patients that way as well. Magic. which is really good
0: oh brilliant okay yeah. so that uh, it's sort of give up smoking day or whatever the day is called now. no smoking it. day no smoking really. day and that phone number again is 0800 or you can text hmq 280818 anything you want to add guys I think to you've lose. covered it no. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just make, yeah. just you've got nothing to lose and lots to gain. Like yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe a year or two uh, in your life and loads of money. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put it that way. You know. yes. Winner. It's a no-brainer, isn't
2: it?
0: <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. Thanks very much. Oh, thank you for Thanks having us. Having
2: us.